welcome to a super special series on the podcast. I am doing a biblical marketing series. So every day this week, I'm going to be in your ear taking you through a different part of my biblical biblical marketing strategy. There are six different components to the strategy, which you'll know if you have already downloaded my free resource, the Biblical Marketing Blueprint. This series is designed to pair really nicely alongside that, right? There's six components in there with action steps and things for you to think about. So each day, I'm going to take you through a different step in that booklet. So if you don't already have that resource, go grab your blueprint from sarahbeisel.com slash blueprint. It's free. It'll be emailed to you and you can work through all of the steps there to create um, a biblical marketing plan that makes sense for you and the person that you have been created to be and the, the business that you have. It's a really, really handy guide. People really love it. They email me all the time telling me that they're so happy that they got it. So go grab yours if you do have it already. It's going to be really helpful for you as we're listening to, as you're listening to all of these episodes. These steps are also what I take my students through in my program, Affirm Foundation. So if you've got that guide, if you're listening to this series and you are um, ready to take it to the next step, then you can go to sarahbeisel.com slash foundation and check out the program, all of the details, and you can sign up if it's the right step for you. I would love to see you in there. This series should be a really good sampling of the things that we cover in the program and what that looks like. So if you're kind of on the fence and you're kind of curious about what do we talk about inside a firm foundation? What is the point? What do we do? What is it like to work with me? This week is going to be a really great snapshot of all the kinds of things that we talk about inside the program. So it should be really helpful for you, whether you are interested in signing up, whether you're not too sure. Whether you're not interested in signing up, you just want to come here for the learning, I am here for all of it. So let's get into this week. Today's topic is identity. This is the first step in our framework. We're going to be talking about what actually it means to have an identity as a business owner, what that means for us as Christian entrepreneurs, and how we go about discovering what that identity is. So it's going to be a really great conversation. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. Let's get into this topic. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Okay, let's talk about identity. What does that actually mean for us as a business owner? Well, your identity is who you are as a business owner. It's your brand voice. It's the way that you present yourself online. It's your product or service. It is basically your brand, who you are as a business owner. If you are a solopreneur, then this really does line up very nicely with um, you as an individual. If you are um, a company, it can look a little bit different and that evolves because your brand is bigger than just one person. Um, but it's the idea that your business, you um, or your company has a personality, um, a brand, a vibe, 
whatever word you want to put on it. And that's what people get to know and become familiar with. So it's so important that you have a strong identity as a business owner, because if you don't, people are going to struggle to recognize you amongst all the other people that are out there. And it can be a little tricky to figure out what your identity is. And that's why it's like people hire copywriters. It's why people hire coaches is one of the reasons that I have my program, because it's actually not as straightforward <laughs> as sometimes it sounds. And sometimes we know what our identity is, but we have trouble like translating that into words um, to put on social media. That's sometimes a thing that we can struggle with. There's lots of different components to it. Um, so I wanted to just have a chat, a very casual chat. This is very unstructured. I don't have any notes or anything for these episodes because I really wanted to just um, go with the flow and have a conversation about identity. Now, if, you're, if you've got your um, blueprint, you will see that there's some action steps. I've got some questions in there that are going to help you get clear on um, your own brand voice if you haven't um, done that. So go ahead and do those questions if you haven't um, gone through those questions before, because they will be really helpful at just making sure that you're, you're really confident in what that identity actually is. You can kind of tease it out if um, you've got it in your head, but have never actually put words to it. It's a really helpful exercise. Um, so go do that. I'm not going to take you through those questions here. You can go get that in the download. Um, so what I wanted to do instead was have a conversation that was more about like, why it's so important for us to actually get clear on that. Um, one of the things that makes or breaks your business in terms of getting sales is being remembered by people. And it's very tricky to be remembered like we have such short attention spans these days I think it's like I don't remember what was the latest statistic I heard on this it's like three or four seconds or something like I don't know it's really tiny what our attention spans seem to be these days it's kind of insane social media is probably a huge part of that um but the point is people forget things very easily they don't pay attention in the same way that we used to we don't focus in the same way that we used to and on social media, if you're scrolling, like how much time do you actually spend looking at a post and then scrolling past it and then actually paying attention to what's in the post and the colors and the message and the the feeling and who that person actually was and what that person sells? Like there's so much information that you just don't consume. You just kind of, it kind of glazes over you as you scroll past. So standing out is really tricky. And we're going to talk in, um, the some future episodes in this about ways that you can um stand out in like different ways to help that process like one of the biggest things will be um around relationship and community building so we'll talk about all I'll talk about all of that in the um fellowship episode of this series so keep your keep your ears out for that one um that should be really interesting but your brand voice is going to help you stand out a lot it's one of the main ways that you can distinguish yourself other than like your visuals and your graphics but that all comes into identity and who you are as a as a brand um you want to be able to give people a feeling when they see your stuff and that's going to help you get remembered because people remember emotions better they remember feelings and they remember stories more than they remember facts and figures and information so 
you may have a cool name for your business, but people are not, unless it's like really catchy, people are probably not going to remember it. Like how many names of people do you forget all of the time, right? Um, so it's not necessarily going to be your name that people remember. It's not necessarily going to be what you do, although that will be part of it. That will come with the recognition. But the thing that people are going to remember is how you made them feel. And they will remember your visuals if they're um, like very well done. So I would recommend investing in some graphic design support, take a course, um, play around with Canva, try and make them professional. Like if you have the funds to outsource it and you are not good at graphic design, then outsource it. Um, you don't need to do that in the early stages. You can do fantastic things with Canva and a little bit of practice and some training if you <laughs> if you need some help with it. But getting your graphics to the point where they are professional and and consistent is really going to help you stand out as well because people will begin to recognize your business just based on the visuals. Like there are um <laughs> the graphic designer that um coaches me um is one of the most memorable brands that I have ever seen. And like I see purple on Instagram and I know that it's her. If there's anything remotely purple that pops up in my feed, I know that it's her <laughs> because her brand is all things purple and like bubbles. And it's a really, really beautiful, beautiful brand. Um, and as it should be, she's a graphic designer. I would be disappointed if it wasn't. Um, but I remember her and it's the reason that I signed up to work with her because like her brand is so memorable. It's so visual. So don't underestimate the visuals. That's a very long side conversation from the messaging, but it's so important. Like aside from your messaging, your visuals are going to be like the next most important thing. Because when it comes down to it, you can pretty much sell whatever you want. It doesn't really matter what your actual product or service is because chances are there's someone out there that needs it. Um, so the actual what you do is so much less important than um, like how you do it, how it looks, um, how you interact with people. And so most of your marketing comes down to the visuals and the messaging rather than the actual thing that is being marketed. So if people are going to remember what do you look like and they're going to remember how you feel, then the most important thing for you is to like really think about, well, how, do you, how does your business want to make someone feel when they interact with you? That's like the number one question that I like to ask my clients when I do copywriting work with them. I ask all of my students this question when they are... Um, like thinking about their brand voices is one of the things I coach them through. And um, I actually, I was looking at the blueprint. One of the questions that I have on here is actually very similar. I ask in that guide, what's the most important thing you want people to think about you? Um, which is very similar. And we do actually have, what do, what do you want people to feel when you speak to them? So are you a brand that, for example, is like super high intensity like maybe you're a fitness instructor and you are super motivational super high intensity people are going to feel you want people to feel motivated when they see your content right you want to you want them to come and read your post and feel like they have to go get it right now they got to go exercise they got to go for a run they got to go do the thing right now and that's your brand voice and so everything that you create in your brand your visuals the copy the messaging should all give that impression of intense motivation right maybe that's not your brand right maybe you are um 
um, like a motherhood coach and everything is much more peaceful, serene, relaxed. You want to be more encouraging because motherhood is hard and you want people to feel safe in their like struggles with motherhood. And so maybe your brand is, you know, some is more floral. Maybe it's some like softer tones of pinks or blues or green, something that's soft and comforting. Maybe your messaging, like when people read your posts, they feel relaxed and they feel like, yeah, I do have this. Like, I know what I'm doing as a mom. I know I'm not losing my mind. I'm good. Like, maybe that's the feeling <laughs> that you want people to um, walk away from your post with. So I always want to bring it back to the emotions because no matter what you're writing, whether you're writing social media posts, whether you're writing a sales page, whether you're writing emails, whether you're just writing a caption for your stories, the way that people feel is so much more important than anything else that you could write. And so I really want you to think about when you're writing your content and you're structuring it and you're putting your personality into it. How are people going to feel when they read it? And I want that feeling to be, it doesn't have to be the same, obviously, but like your brand needs to be consistent. So is your brand one that is like intense and motivational? Is your brand one that is relaxed and peaceful? Is your brand one that's a little bit edgy and controversial? Is your brand one that is goofy and lighthearted and funny? think about the big picture emotions here. Like each post itself, right, is going to have a slightly different emotion to it because there's different purposes. Sometimes we're selling, sometimes we're encouraging, sometimes we're being vulnerable and sharing our own stories. Like there's lots of things you can do within the post, but in general, the way that you approach, the way that you write the content, the way that you um, present it to people is going to fall under this umbrella emotion that your brand is. So that's if if you do one thing today to work on your identity as a business owner i want you to think about what that big umbrella emotion would be for your brand what is that like category that you would put yourself into um so that when people come to your content they're getting a consistent feeling from you they know that they can come to you for when they need this type of thing when they need encouragement for this thing that's going to build a lot of the familiarity and the connection with people. The last thing that I want to touch on today, just before we wrap up, because I was just thinking as well, like, especially as Christian entrepreneurs, there's this whole back and forth about whether we um, share our faith, not share our faith. How do we integrate our faith into our business? All of those things. And I'm not here to tell you which one of those is the right answer, because really it's completely up to the business that you have whether you want to share your faith or not. But if you are in that place where you are trying to figure out whether that's something that you want to do or not do, um, I will first of all just say that regardless of whether you share your faith or not, your faith is going to be part of your business because it's part of you. And you're never going to be able to separate that. You shouldn't be able to separate that, right? If you are a Christian, then you are a Christian business owner. <laughs> that's going to just be part of who you are. Again, whether you share that, whether that's your brand is a different question, right? Some of some of you don't work with Christians and that's okay. It just means that you're you're not like your your brand isn't outwardly Christian, whereas mine very much is, right? I work with Christian entrepreneurs. So I talk about faith all of the time and that's part of my brand as well as part of me. And so you can make that distinction. I just wanted to bring this up because 
<clears throat> I think sometimes we go, well, we're, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian entrepreneur, but is my, does my business need to be like super, super Christian? No, it doesn't need to be. It can be, but it doesn't need to be. You can make distinctions between your personality, who you are, your values and the things that are important to you. You can make a distinction between that and your brand personality. A lot of the times they're going to be the same. There's going to be a lot of overlap, but you can make that distinction, right? For example, I'm kind of a, I, I, I'm a bit of a goofball from time to time, right? I like really bad jokes and I, I make lots of very bad jokes, but my brand is not a humorous brand. Sometimes I will tell jokes in my content depending on the context, but my brand is not a brand that is humorous, right? It's more like coffee shop vibe. I like mine to be very casual. I like it to be conversational. And that's the feeling that I want people to get when they come to me is like we're sat in a coffee shop talking about our days, talking about our week. And that's the vibe that I go for in my brand. So I could have humor in there, but it's not a big part of my brand. So even though it's part of my personality, it's not part of my brand. So just to encourage you and leave you with that note, um, as you're developing this and you're thinking about what that big emotion is that you would like to um, have be your brand, you can make distinctions between who you are and who your brand is. It just shouldn't be something that is so fundamental that you are like having to put on a face in order to show up for your business because that's not going to end well. Like if you are a solopreneur, you are your business and you should feel um, comfortable showing up as yourself because you were made, um, you're, you're made completely uniquely and beautifully and you have gifts and skills and talents that were given to you by an amazing God and he gave them to you for a reason, for a purpose. And so don't shy away from those. Don't feel like you need to hide them because it's not what everybody else does or what everybody else has. That's not how this works. You're going to stand out by being yourself because you are different, because you are your own person. So as you are figuring out your brand identity, I hope these things that we've talked about have been encouraging and helpful for you. Your one action step for today is to go and think about what that big umbrella emotion is for your business. Um, and like I say, there are some questions that will help you go through this in the Biblical Marketing Blueprint. So go grab that. It's in the show notes as well as at sarahbeisel.com slash blueprint. Go download that. It's free and go through these um, questions and these steps together. Okay, we will be back tomorrow for our next um, episode in the series. Tomorrow we will be looking at calling. That'll be really fun and exciting. I can't wait to talk you through that. Have a lovely day. I will see you tomorrow for our next episode. Bye. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, Come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.